Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Hey, well, hello, uh, good morning, good evening, wherever you are, I'm not sure, but in Sydney, Australia, it is the middle of the day, I guess it's afternoon now, and I'm Rich Langton, as always, your your host of the Hillsong Creative Micropod or podcast. I'm not sure where we are these days, whether we're on Micropod or a podcast, because uh, we have episodes that are short and some that are long, but either way, I'm enjoying the journey and I'm glad that you guys are with us and uh, have joined us for another episode. These last few weeks have been pretty pretty great. Thanks for all your feedback on, on uh, our, I guess, the reboot of the of the podcast. Um, uh, I've been really encouraged by the journey and by uh, what I'm hearing of all of our creative team around Australia and the world and all of you uh, other people that are joining us for, for the podcast and for this journey. Uh, I've been encouraged, as I say, with with where you're at, um, given the circumstances in the world. Obviously, we are all in different places um, circum- and different circumstances. And um, to hear that your faith is strong and that you're holding on and that you're trusting God and prayerfully moving forward is pretty awesome. I think today will be encouraging as well. We um, we have today on the podcast uh, my friend and, I guess, colleague, uh, Pastor Brad Coring. Uh, on the line. Uh, He's ready to chat with us. Um, Brad, for those of you who don't know, is our Queensland and Northern Territory creative pastor. He heads up that entire, I guess, those two states, well, a state and a territory with many, many locations and and many uh, great volunteers. Uh, Shout out to the team in those locations. Um, And uh, yeah, recently, I should say, so hi, Brad, you're here. Hi, Rich, and hi, everybody. It's good to be here. <laughs> Recently, uh, Brad ran, he's a runner, for those of you who don't know, an avid runner, uh, and uh, recently ran a 100-kilometer race, ultra-marathon race, through, uh, through the outback <laughs> of Queensland. <laughs> Something um, like that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you'd call it the outback. Is that what? No. He's, he's, it's down the road, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But for those of you in the United States or perhaps other places in the world, uh, yes, it was rugged, rugged terrain through the yeah. through the forest. But yeah, not it, not to split hairs, but it was 105 kilometers. Not 100. I'm sorry, 105 yeah. kilometers, which is about how many miles? Uh, that's a really great question. 75 miles, something like sure. that. 72. There you go. Maybe it's a lot of miles. Know. Yeah, uh, to run. But the reason I, I raise it is because a, uh, you did that in your spare time, uh, but b, yeah. uh, because you actually won the race. Yeah. And I thought it'd be pretty fun to hear a little bit of a story of, uh, I guess, creative pastor runs ultra marathon, wins the race um, today on the podcast. And and trust me, guys, I'm going somewhere with this. But Brad, tell us what happened. How'd it go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, okay, this could be a long story, but we'll keep it quick. Um, I do like to run a lot. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a big part of my life, actually, but um, for, for, for many reasons. But this one in particular, yeah, so it was about an hour and a half from home, 
105 kilometers, um, about 4,000 meters of elevation gain, so kind of up and down a few mountains. Um, some of it not really on trails, kind of bush bashing um, along ridge lines and stuff like that. So it was a pretty hard course, actually. And it was very muddy. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was fun. And, uh, and I've done a few of them, but that was the first one I've won since the year five four by 100 relay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's been a Which long time. Which was another big moment of my life. Right, yeah, yeah. So the win yeah. has been a long time in the coming. Um, yeah, look, yeah. Reason, reason I thought it would be great to chat to you is because, uh, I mean, I know that we've spoken many times about about the analogy of, I guess, the marathon of uh, running versus the analogy, uh, sorry, the um, the marathon of life um, and and about how, uh, training in a, in, for running. There's lots of similarities with, yeah. uh, I guess, the training we need to do in, in, our, in our spiritual lives. Um, yeah. But Cass and I have been chatting a lot about about the rhythms of life and and i guess it's come up a lot because with 2020 being what it's been um our normal routine in our family and i know i guess around you know in everybody's families in everybody's homes everywhere around the world our rhythms have been upset the normal uh, our normal routines have not been what they normally you know what they've been in previous years and so uh, it's taken us some time, I think some months really, to get into new routines and to find a new rhythm. Um, and so when it comes to the marathon that you just ran, I, I wondered, can you talk to us about, um, about how, you, how you, I guess, start, uh, continue and finish a long race yeah. like that and, and what's the role of rhythm and pace and, and kind of cadence in that? Yeah, totally. It's a good question. And, um, you know, I've heard it said that an ultramarathon is the ultimate metaphor for life. Hmm. And I think it's true in that I think it, I, I think I reckon that you can take any analogy from running, training a, a race like that. And there are lessons to be learned that you apply in life for sure. And like I said, it's a big part of my life because I wouldn't do it if I didn't wholeheartedly believe that it makes me a better father, husband, leader. Um, pastor everything um, so yeah I mean so many things and certainly relevant to this year I guess um, I guess a big one you know is the intentionality of it all and and certainly in preparation but you know on the day is um, you know I think of I think of life being a race right of of um, you know running running the race marked out for us, uh, the key word in that scripture being run with perseverance because it's not a sprint; it's a long thing, and certainly in a race like that, like I was I was winning, I was on my own from twelve k's in, so spent most of the day on my own um, out the front, and and man, it's way too long to think about the finish. It's way too long to think about um, the end game. Uh, when you still have hours to go and so many things that you need to take care of, you need to take care of eating and need to take care of drinking and need to ma make sure you're looking after yourself. Otherwise, you won't make it to the finish. Um, so I think there's a lot to be said for going, you know what, I'm in this for the long haul. I need to make decisions right now. There's a whole lot I can't control, but what I can control right now, I need to make good decisions that'll, that'll ultimately take me to where I want to be and who I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. There's aspects in there 
um, like you make it sound pretty easy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just ran 105 kilometers and, you know, yeah, it was, it was big, but I just kind of did it. And, and yeah, there was some, some off-road sections and some hills, but you know, I just kind of did it. Um, but the reality is like, I was checking in with you during the day and with Carissa, your wife and, and, um, like it was a hard slog, right? Um, yeah. it's not easy to just keep going. Um, yeah. uh, to look after those things, but, but in it, there's, there's like, um, there's so many, I guess, analogies to 2020 and yeah. like you say, to life where you go, yeah. um, you in, in, in any year, uh, you need to, uh, tackle the terrain that, that is brought your way and keep going. Um, yeah. so in, in a life of faith, in a life of our, you know, outworking our creativity and faith this year, we've got a different terrain to tackle, um, COVID-19 and racial inequality and issues there that, and, and, and in Australia, bushfire and, and around the world. Um, I know in the United States, there's been bushfires or, or forest fires as well that have been difficult to face. And then there's uh, obviously losing loved ones and there's been um, unemployment and financial issues. There's so many, I guess, different things of terrain. There's online church yeah. and the different styles of worship and all that, different terrain that we've had to uh, tackle but in that, there's some sort of, I guess, just like the marathon, uh, the ultra marathon, there's some basics that you've got to do. Like you said, you've got to still keep feeding yourself. You've got yeah. to keep moving forward. You can't just yeah. look to the end and, and ask questions about the end goal, but, but just keep moving forward. Keep uh, that cadence, that rhythm of, and momentum of moving forward and, and keeping, um, I guess, creating rhythm and forward m momentum in life. And that's, that's a intentional thing, as you said, right? Yeah, totally. You know, I said, I said, not, not thinking about the finish. And I guess by that, I mean, you know, you know, we can live our Christian life as in going, I made a decision. I'm going to go to heaven one day. And that's it to me, that's thinking about the finish too early. Right. <laughs> um, I guess, I guess the big thing is, is that it's all working towards a goal that, that to me matters immensely mm. and that's who I want to be. And on that day, yeah, I mean, winning the thing of, of staying in the front and the guy that finished second came pretty close at one point, but, um, but, uh, but successfully held him off. But, you know, um, what I'm saying is, is, is that goal in mind and that decision that was maybe made a long time ago dictates the daily decision. So I guess, I guess I really think of even the training with this in, I love running. I really do. Um, my alarm went off at four o'clock this morning and I actually didn't sleep that well last night, but my alarm went off at four o'clock to go running. I did not want to get out of bed. So like big picture. Yeah, I love it. When my alarm goes off at four, no, of course I don't love it. But if I don't make the decision to actually get up then, then I won't ever become who I want to become, which is actually a really competent runner that, you know, people respect and, and whatever and achieve certain goals and stuff like that. So I think that of, of going, you know what, like what really matters to me? Who do I want to become? What do I want to achieve? What matters? And, and then work back from there. And that dictates the thing. So you, you mentioned, you know, a conversation of racial inequality. Um, that's uncomfortable. And that's been uncomfortable for me. And I've stretched and I've learned and I've grown this year a lot, which I'm thankful for. But if I'm left to just make a decision, a daily decision on what's comfortable and what matters, of course I won't address that. But if I see that as, you know what, this is who I want to become, I want to take a step forward, then those challenges when they come, 
Um, they're not a, they're not an obstacle necessarily, but they're a path to to get to where I want to be, anyways. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. And I, I guess moving from uh, I guess directly talking about running through to just life in general and and our our Christianity and our creativity, the same applies, right? Yeah. Where where particularly uh, I guess any year, but 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 particularly this year where there's sort of uh, the circumstances are quite different we could so easily just uh flow through it based on how we feel um yes and i think i wouldn't be alone in in having some some great days where i feel like i'm triumphing and uh, triumphant days where i'm really winning and and it's all going great and then some other days where i'm like what is life like what are we doing here and even the monotony of you know, being in the same location, working from home every day and, and just doing the same things repetitively in a way can, can um, give you this sense of just um, drifting rather than really um, intentionality or, or real rhythm and real movement. And, and uh, like you said about uh, becoming, we can forget about um, who we're becoming in amongst it. And I think that, that it seems to me that... Uh, the circumstances we find ourselves in are not uh, new or um, new to God, I, I should say, or um, they're not a surprise to him. And he knows what it is he wants to do in and through uh, these circumstances in our lives and who he, he wants, you know, what he wants to develop through uh, these circumstances in us. And I think that we would be, uh, it, we'd be, we'd be wrong to just sort of float and, and let time pass instead of just taking gripping hold of all god has for us yeah um i I think of you know even rhythm in the bible and we we talked earlier about about creation and about how there's a real sense of rhythm to the way god created uh the heavens and the earth back in genesis um and even the way uh, the scriptures written with with the poetry of it. There's a real cadence to that. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't read Hebrew as you know, but but I know that that in the Hebrew it's it's a poem and it has a r- certain rhythm to it, just like a song or or a modern poem. And um and then the 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 creation of day and night and of you know the 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 sun to govern the day and the moon to govern the night and all of all of the way it's written shows this this rhythm of creation, um, the six days of work and then the, and then the rest. Um, there's a real sense in God's ways, um, that even the seasons, every, you know, all the ways of creation um, that show us that, that life is meant to have some sort of rhythm. Um, and, and sometimes, um, I think even this year I've heard many people say that they don't have that sense of rhythm that they normally would. And so I guess I put it to you, um, have you this year, um, obviously you have in running, but, but in life, have you had to intentionally um, create your own sense of rhythm? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I, I feel like that's something that, um, that I'm learning um, as we go as well, for sure. Like not to sound like it's all roses and cherries, um, <laughs> if that's a saying even, but, um, but yeah, being intentional about again, what matters and, and who do I actually want to become? Because, um, it can be so easy if left, if left up to each day and what do I feel like doing and what's comfortable, then 
I mean, take Church Online as an example. Um, I'm using the same device as I am that also has a Netflix subscription and YouTube and whatever else. And if I'm left to just that immediate decision of what I choose, um, gee, it's easy to choose something that maybe was more comfortable in the moment, but in the long run won't get me there. Yeah. To where I want to be. Yeah. So if we're going to reflect God in in the way he is intentional about rhythm and intentional yeah. about his creation, then we have to also be intentional about our the rhythm of life, which includes our creativity, which includes our spiritual disciplines, which includes uh, even our ethos on life and, ha- and our, our actions, our, um, our approach to life. Um, you mentioned yeah. like church online, and I think that's one huge example of um, even in my, in my own life, of the need to really press into God and be intentional about connecting with Him and gaining something from that, um, as well as um, as well as in the worship, um, really giving of myself. Um, Cass and I have talked about this in in weeks gone by. For those of you listening who've heard those uh, last couple of episodes um, from last week and the week before, you will have heard us talk about this about the need to be intentional in our worship. But but I think that. Um, I guess my encouragement today for us and from this conversation is to really seek out those, um, the places where we can be intentionally creating rhythm. Um, yeah. Uh, cause here's an, here's a question, Brad, in, in your training, um, is there, I think I know the answer to this, but is there a sense in which, um, for example, the four o'clock alarm this morning, that was not easy. But perhaps in some sense, it was easier than the first time you did it. Like uh, y- yes. getting into the momentum of it or having done it many times makes it easier. Totally. And I, oh my goodness. So I chat with a lot of people about running and so many people um, uh, want to, you know, I really want to run a half marathon or I really want to do this and, and do that. And you go out and smash yourself once or twice or for a week, a few times. And uh, sure enough, like it's the same story almost every time is I wind up sore and it's not fun (laughs) and it's hard. So I'm not seeing the results. I'm not losing weight or, you know, whatever the motivation might be. And the reality is, is is gains are are made over time Um, and consistency, like consistency when it comes to training, consistency matters matters more than anything in the rhythm you talk about rhythm the rhythm of of consistency if i can push the analogy um a a little bit is is i think there's a massive misconception that directly applies to to what we're talking about now is that exercise makes you stronger it doesn't and i can prove it (laughs) because whoever you are you're listening right now if you pause this and take one minute and see how many maybe don't do this but if you (laughs) did as many push-ups as you could do in one minute if training makes you stronger, if push-ups make you better at push-ups, then you should be able to do more the next minute. But you won't be able to. You'll do less. Because if you do as many push-ups as you can in a minute, you'll be tired. And the point being, exercise doesn't make you stronger. It's the recovery from the exercise that makes you stronger. Well, the same is true in life, is that we can approach life with just head down and running as fast as I can and bulldozing ahead and thinking, if I do more of this and do more of that and haphazardly this and haphazardly that, some someday this will become easier and someday this will make sense and someday whatever. And not being intentional with the rhythms that God created, the, the sunset and sunrise and 
um, seasons and creation and God making sense of that, of embracing those things, that's where you actually take steps forward in life is consistently embracing that natural rhythm that God created. Yeah. And all of that, um, like we talked about a, a minute ago, it takes intentionality and then yes. it, it maybe takes a bit of a plan, right? Like you've yes. got to proactively know where you're heading. Um, so you, you talked earlier about knowing who you want to become. And, yeah. and I would add to that, I guess, knowing, knowing who you believe God wants you to become um, and really yes. having a good sense of, um, of where you're heading and therefore the steps that you need to take in order to get there. And, and that totally. takes... Um, take some intentionality in the plan so um you can't just like you say just randomly um jump up one day and run a marathon you can you just, it just won't be good for you and you may not <laughs> may not make it um yeah. but in life i think particularly in our christianity in our in our creativity as a com- as a combination with that we, we need to plan for success plan for um, for the journey of walking it out. And, and what that means is determining in advance uh, the things you're going to be doing. Um, yes. So that might be, uh, you know, for running, that might be getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning. But, but for Christianity, for the wider spiritual life, it might be determining to put into life some spiritual disciplines. Yes. And so from that perspective, uh, does discipline in one area help you in another area? Yeah, I think, I think of course it does. But I think, um, uh, uh, yes, for sure. Um, but being disciplined, it's funny how I- even that of, um, I think it's just an awareness, which is why I think this conversation is so good, of becoming aware that things don't just happen. So, so people can be really disciplined, for example, to save for a house. And you go, okay, this is where we want to be as a family in five years' time. So we're going to set aside this and we're going to save for, for where we want to be. Or a university degree. You go, okay, I want this degree. Therefore, that means I need to study this. I need to attend class this many times. I need to set aside these hours to do that. Um, so, yeah, you can be really disciplined with that. But, but like, I would love if everybody listening to this goes, hang on, like, what matters most in life? Well, gosh, like, my spiritual journey and my discipleship journey is pretty quickly, you know, coming up in that answer. But for, but for me, like that's so often been the thing that gets the, the least amount of planning and the least amount of intentionality and, um, and, and the most relied on to just, you know, oh, whatever happens, happens. So yeah, being intentional with, uh, with silence, with solitude, being intentional with um, reading the Word of God, being intentional with um, community that's going to sharpen me and point me in the right direction, being intentional with uh, my mission and why I'm on this earth and what God's gifted me with. Um, those decisions, like, again, work back from that and go, okay, like if God's gifted me creatively, if God, God's gifted me as an artist, well, gosh, I have a massive motivation there going, this isn't just a hobby for me. This is something that the creator of the universe has stuck his fingerprint on my life and entrusted me with for a reason. If that's not motivating, then then I don't know what is. But sometimes I just got to realize that and go, okay, like I'm created created this way for a reason. Now what? Now what do I do with that? Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that a lot. I think it's so true, and I think it's so easy to minimize um, those things because because I guess they're so internal. Um, yeah. You you you. Everybody listening might uh, believe something about yourself, like oh, I, I'm gifted to be creative and therefore that's god's gift on me and and in and through me um but sometimes sometimes in a time of like um 
rugged terrain, you can start to question, you know, did God really do that? Am I really called to this? Am I, does it really make any difference if I turn up here or do that or, or practice my craft or read, my, you know, read the scriptures? Or does it really make a difference? And I'll, I'll put it to you uh, that you have to determine in advance that it does matter and choose that it does matter um, what you do and, and choose that God has, like in advance, choose to believe those things so that the, uh, in, when, it, when the rugged terrain happens, you have some solid evidence and something um, rock solid to, to uh, fall back on. And perhaps that, that, that might just be that all of the training that you've done all the other days that, that lead up to that point. Um, I guess with all of this in mind, I guess for our team, um, you know, we talked about it before, Brad, but um, for those of you listening, we're going to be starting our team nights next Thursday night. And uh, I know in this season, uh, it's well, it's a new season of team night, <laughs> but in this year, I guess it's been difficult for people I know to, to sort of work out uh, the importance of being a part of a church creative team, a ministry team, when they're not actually serving on a Sunday. And, um, and I, I put it to you that this conversation around creating rhythm, creating cadence, um, in, in investing in, um, in the sort of the virtue of spiritual disciplines, they all uh, build up onto each other and, and get you to the destination. And so even with us starting team nights again, um, I want to encourage those of you listening in our team to put aside that time to, to choose in advance to be a part of those Thursday nights. It's just three for September. Um, but put, it, put, put aside those Thursday nights in advance, um, A, for what it will do in someone else, but B, for what it's going to be doing in yourself, the discipline of creating that rhythm of every Thursday night, this is what I do because I want to be the sort of person that honors God with my gift. I want to be the sort of person that uh, invests in my creativity and my spiritual life. I want to be the sort of person that gives to the kingdom of God and who is part of a community of faith and who doesn't skip out when times get tough. Um, for those of you outside of our team, you know, I would encourage you to do the same with your local church team, um, particularly in these seasons where, where less people are needing to serve because it's, you know, much of the worship teams and creative teams are, it's online, so that we're needing to use less people. Then find other outlets, find other places to create uh, the disciplines and the rhythms of life. Um, just one last thing, Brad, on the creativity side, um, I've heard it said that um, there's this quote about, uh, uh, I, I'm only creative when I, you know, when I feel like it, when, when, you know, I'm, I'm creative spont- spontaneously. Um, but it just so happens that I feel, oh, I can't remember the quote now <laughs> I've mucked it up, but it's, it's uh, something like I feel spontaneous at nine o'clock in the morning, every, every morning or something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, let me find it, but I'll ask you a question while, while, while I find it, um, yeah. do you find that when it comes to your spiritual life, you have to, it's better for you if you intentionally do it every day, picking up the word of God, opening it and taking that into your day? I know the answer, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, yes, for me, even I'm fairly goal driven as anybody listening might have already established, but, um, but you know, for me, it's it's the intentionality of it is where I see real fruit. You know, I um, 
I, uh, maybe a year and a half ago, I was reading this lecture by N.T. Wright, and it wasn't what he was talking about, but he was, he was talking about a, a person who, um, who read the book of Romans, uh, all 16 chapters, straight through every day for a month. And this person was talking about what a life-changing experience it was for them. And I read that, I was like, oh, you know, that actually sounds like a pretty cool idea. I'm going to try it. And to me, that's like a, you know, it's a challenge or whatever. It's like, you know, it took about an hour, um, hour or so, give or take, um, how much stopping was involved each day. But kind of in one sitting, read the Book of Romans every day for a month. And man, I can tell you, you know, the first day it was fine. Second day it was fine. By the second week, the third week, um, I was, uh, God was speaking to me so clearly through that that never would have happened in just one little, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick up the Bible and read it. Um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I think that as, as you're listening there, my, my reason for my question was because I've, I've known that to be true as well. When I determine to be in the Word of God every day, then God speaks to me through His Word every day. And sometimes yeah. it's big things, sometimes it's little things. Um, the quote was, I write when I'm inspired, and I see to it that I'm inspired at 9 o'clock every morning. Um, yeah. which is really what we're talking about. Yeah. We, uh, we hear from God when we read the Word. <laughs> if we read it every, every day, we'll hear from Him. Yeah. You know, I, I think on, on creativity, I think it can be a misconception, again, that creativity or being creative means being haphazard and being creative means not planning or not being disciplined. It doesn't at all. Look at, look at God, uh, the Creator. Look at Genesis in the story of creation. And that didn't happen haphazardly. As a matter of fact, God took something that was like the way, the way it's worded is God made, um, uh, brought order to chaos. So it took what was chaos and brought order to it. So even the example there of how God created was through planning and was through making sense of what was in existence, separating light from darkness, separating, you know, etc. Yeah. Hey, well, we should wrap this one up. I hope that you at home listening have been inspired to uh, be intentional about creating new rhythms in 2020, new rhythms wherever you find yourself, uh, because in, uh, we could waste the year, we could just write it off, but instead we have a few months left to create this new pattern of living and perhaps put in some new spiritual disciplines in our life that will take us into a new year next year and into the future, um, becoming who God would want us to become. And so with that, I'll wrap it up. Um, I know next week um, we're going to be with team nights starting as well, we're going to be uh, posting the messages from our team nights uh, to the podcast. So look forward to that. If you haven't subscribed already, I'd encourage you to do that so you don't miss out. Um, but we're going to be calling those episodes Team Night On Demand. Um, and so even if you're if you're a part of our team, then please come on a Thursday night. But if you miss it or if you're not part of our team uh, here in Australia, then you'll be able to catch uh, the team night messages by subscribing here on the podcast. So I'd encourage you to do that. The other thing I should mention is our version devotionals. Um, we've been talking lots about creating spiritual discipline, about reading the word. And and part of uh, what we, we've done this year is uh, as a creative team, we've created um, some short devotionals that we that um, really help you to to read through books of the Bible, large chunks of the Bible, you know. Um, and so they're called Praying Through, Praying Through uh, Philippians with Hillsong Creative. So if you search on the version Bible app, you'll find those. 
and uh, I'd encourage you to, to take some time and to listen to the audio from those and uh, really, really answer the questions honestly and prayerfully and uh, who knows what God might do. Brad, thanks for joining us. It's been a great chat and uh, it's been inspiring. I might go for a run. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Rich. And I, I, I can I just say real quick to our creative team is I'm so excited about team night uh, this coming Thursday night and starting. And I second what Rich said and encourage everybody be all in, be come full of faith, come ready to learn, come ready to worship. And I think we're going to have the best few weeks together. I love it. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining See us. Ya.